Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, yes. The Hangtime Podcast, Seku Smith in Atlanta, my main man, Lang Whitaker in New York. Yo. What's up, sir? Finals time, the trilogy, uh, the rubber match, Warriors-Cavs part Trey. Stunner, I'm sure you're surprised that this is all going on. Uh, you probably didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> it, felt, it felt inevitable, didn't it? <laughs> it was it's like the worst kept secret in the history of the NBA. Um, <laughs> since, since we left Game 7 last year, basically all of our lives have been twirling around this series. We finally get to see Warriors-Cavs, Lang, again, with KD infused into this thing. LeBron going for a fourth championship. Steph you know, looking for redemption after last season, not playing up to what I would say is his superstar standard in the finals. Right. Because, you know, perhaps due to injury. Uh, certainly two years ago, I don't know that he played his greatest. You know, I mean, th- this is an opportunity for everything to be settled, if you ask me. It gives us a chance to kind of, if these two don't ever play each other again in the finals, we'll have these three <laughs> series to look back on and say, all right, they somebody adjudicated themselves as, as the true champion of this little thriller in you know, Oracle and, and Quicken Loans Arena. I mean, they, somebody has made themselves the champion of this little I think set. if we count the regular season, they've played 18 times in the last two years. Right. Heading into this postseason. And th- there's some things about last year's finals that I think we kind of forget. Like, do you remember Kevin Love got a concussion and yes. missed some games? And, and then, like, when he came back, there he came off the bench and they didn't want to mess up the starting lineup. And there was... You know, uh, and then, you know, of course, Draymond missed the game. And, and th- th- there were some sort of like wild cards in that game last year, that uh, in that series last year that I think we kind of forget about. I talked to an, uh, to a coach uh, today for a piece that ran on NBA.com mm-hmm. who's had to game plan against these teams the last two years and just asked him for some things to look at right. and things we could be looking for in these finals. And um, he, to, to, he thought the one thing that to keep an eye on that is going to decide the series is defending the three-point line. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever team does that better is the team that he thinks is going to win the series. And I think Golden State's going to be the team that does it better. But right. we can get to that later. But So that was his great observation. Take away from this whole thing. <laughs> this guy, no wonder this guy's the, an anonymous assistant. <laughs> <laughs> that was his main thing. He had a lot of other things to say about um, some of the offensive sets and the the, the matchups. And, you know, I mean, the, the addition of Durant is going to make how – I mean, basically, you remember last year, Cleveland just let Harrison Barnes shoot threes, and he, he couldn't make them. Yes. Uh, and he had a lot Painfully, of those wide open threes. So this year, are they going to let Kevin Durant take those threes? I dare Cause you. Because <laughs> that's I who's playing – that's who's in Barnes' spot now. So, so, what, so who guards – Kevin Durant, is that mean LeBron James is going to guard Durant? Or are you going to put Kevin Love on him? Or I, I don't like it as a matchup for Kevin Love at all. I don't I, either. I would much prefer he and LeBron match up like that. But to me, that's what makes this series kind of a throwback to uh, some of those great rivalries from yesteryear and um, helping us crank up these finals and, and really dig in on just the drama and the action that goes in into one of these series. 
is three-time NBA champion, Hall of Famer, and one of our favorite guys to listen, talk basketball and everything else, Kevin McHale. If anybody knows about wild playoff series, <laughs> crazy rivalries, it's got to be you, Kevin. It's good to talk to you as always. When you when you look at these two teams playing, you know, for the third straight year, first time this has ever happened in the league, does it strike you that there's a an underlying factor between these two, no matter what LeBron says about it not being a rivalry, that they're defining each other historically in terms of the legacy of these two teams? No, no question. I mean, you know, LeBron comes out and wins this. I mean, it just it just cements his legacy as you know. I mean, you really start rivaling, you know, what Jordan was able to do. If Golden State comes out and wins this, you know, the new era, the KD, the Big Four, and uh, this is I mean, this is this is everything. I mean, you play, you come to this point to win this series, not compete in this series. No one remembers the loser. Um, everybody remembers the winner. This is all. This is an all or nothing. You're so close now. You're four wins away from an NBA championship. So yeah, there's a rivalry. This is going to define these teams. And you know, I, I, I find it. I find it myself kind of silly to just deny that. Yeah. You know, I, I, wish, I wish you guys would say, yeah, I hate them. I want to kill them. I'm like, <laughs> I, now we're going. Now, now we got something going. You know. You um, You got to. You got to get after it, man. This is all about competition right now. And in, in a in a playoff series that's kind of been devoid of competition, especially for these two teams, man, I'm dying to see some really tight games where where a team has got to be great for a two or three minute span of that last two or three minutes of the game, where you've got to be great. You've got to be great on the defensive end. You've got to be great on the boards. You've got to be great on the offensive end, and see who can kind of handle that type of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, you went to the finals three years in a row, 1984, 85, 86, with the Celtics. When you get to that third finals, is it what's it like for you as a player, and as a team? we went to the fourth one in 87, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't don't, don't well, short sheet it to the <laughs> finals appearance. Come on, <laughs> Our producer is going to get a tongue lashing. Um, you, hey, you know what? Absolutely. Give him one. Give him one. <laughs> when you get to those finals year after year, when you're playing 100 games a year, by the time you get to the end of the season, I mean, are, are you still completely locked in? Or are you just kind of trying to get through it and, and as healthy no, as you can? No, you're really locked in. You're so close now that, you know, it's the fatigue. That, that, that's, what, that's what kills me. Get 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 uh, get the producer now to look up this stat. <laughs> look how many times look how many times LeBron James has played since the end of the season. Yeah. How many days off he's had and how many games he's played. Right. Same thing with Steph Curry and all these people. You have a ton of time off in the NBA in the NBA playoffs, especially if you sweep a team. Yeah. There is yeah. no fatigue, man. I mean, I, and, and honestly, if you had all seven game series coming into this, you would never use fatigue as a. Um, as an excuse, because you're really locked in and ready to go, man. The adrenaline's pumping. You, know, you wake up in the morning of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a finals game, and you've got adrenaline already, man. You wake up, and you're like, ooh, baby, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. And like, like, this is bad. You don't want to be ready to go at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's a bad thing. You want to be ready to go at 8 o'clock at night. But you wake up, and you're like, oh, man. You know, like, you, you, you're just a vibe about it. So, no, nah, you know what? And th- these guys have got so much rest. I'd be way more worried about Russ hmm. than I would be about rest hmm. factor. These guys just haven't played, and they haven't played a lot of really tough, tight games. So, no, I, 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 I you know what? One thing does come into play at this time of the year. If you're injured, and a lot of guys will play through injuries. They get this fighted through the playoffs. That, that, that does take a toll, the injuries, because I did that too in my career. But, no, never, ever fatigue, ever. Yeah. 
Kevin McHale joining us here on the Hang Time Podcast. Kevin, do you do you look back on it and as like I'm I'm sure guys live and die on plays that could have been made, should have been made. Is there in any of those series, you know, do you look back and say, man, that play that sequence of plays changed everything. Because I'm wondering, we're going to get a point, you know, kind of like Draymond and LeBron last year, you know, in the whole dust-up, how that changed everything. You know, Draymond getting suspended, series takes a complete shift, you know, in that moment. Do you look back on all those finals trips and say, this is this is the one player, the one sequence of plays that changed everything for us? Yeah, I mean, there's always those plays, I think. I think there's always uh... – Always those plays where you're like, man, you know, we're a rebound away. We're we're a, we're an, we're an offensive uh, we're an offensive rebound away. We're uh, we're a defensive stop away. Yeah, you look back on those things, and man, they you know, they, they, they 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 bother you. Like you're like, you know, man, that's uh, those are things that you feel like you know you have control. You, you know, there, there are games where, where the other team just plays great. You come out and you're like, oh my gosh, I mean. You know, Kareem goes off, and you just can't stop that that freaking sky hook with the murder, anyways. <laughs> and then, um, you know, but yeah, but there's always little things, and and I think a lot of you know a lot of the games, a lot of the series are won by a player two that uh, that just you know someone makes. Yeah, we were talking earlier, Kevin, about just some of the matchups in this series, and you know, last year that seemed like. Cleveland was okay to let Harrison Barnes shoot a lot of those threes, and, and now it's going to be Kevin Durant in that slot. They're probably not so good with letting him take those shots. Uh, what kind of matchups are, are you looking forward to in this series, and how do you think the, these teams approach that? Well, you know, I, I, you're going to have everybody match. I, I think to put, like, say, well, okay, LeBron, KD, they're not going to guard each other the whole time because some of them right. get in foul trouble. It just puts a lot of pressure on, um, on, on, your, you know, on, on your team to say, okay, we're just going to uh, – KD is only going to guard LeBron. I think you're going to see KD guard LeBron, of course. Or Clay Thompson guard LeBron. Uh, Green. So you're going to have a lot of different people. The, the matches I'm looking forward to are like late in the game, you know, Kyrie versus Steph. That that's just that's a tough cover, man. If you if you if you're Steph Curry, uh, Kyrie's you know, just a big shot maker. Um, you know, can Kevin Love can he get off against Green? You know, Green's going to be on him a lot, but he's also going to have Durant and a bunch of other people on him. But you know, can Kevin Love get off on him? I think I think you'll see um, you'll see you'll see LeBron do well no matter who's guarding him. He just he's like that 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 unbelievable force. But um, yeah, there's just, there's a ton of matches. But the last, it's that last four or five minutes of the game, man, when you know LeBron's got three fouls and KD's got three fouls, they match up against each other and they're saying, "Hey, let's go, let's find out, man." Let's you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's that's what that's what you love to see. Yeah, Kevin, you got you have history with with Kevin Love. Obviously, if you could have looked in a crystal ball and seen where his career is now that he's joined Cleveland, in the way his game is has been reshaped, did you see this coming for him in terms of maybe this these were the sacrifices he would have to make to be on a championship team if he was going to achieve what he has? He would have to kind of go away from being a, a you know a dominant scorer and, and be more of a, a scorer rebounder and a guy who plays as Really, as a third guy on that team, yeah, you know. But I, I, I think, like like anything, uh, it's not really a sacrifice. Honestly, you're winning basketball games, man. They're winning it. They, they won a championship last year, and so you're 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 taking the, the ball's finding the hot man. I've seen Kevin have you know multiple games over thirty this year. Mm-hmm. The ball finds the hot guy. If you get hot, you have a good matchup. You get rolling, the ball finds you. Now it just it just means you're not starting and finishing the offense with you. Um, 
it's not like the ball is going to be in Westbrook's hands or the ball is going to be in Harden's hands or, or, or that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kevin Love is going to be a guy that's going to play off of LeBron. You know, Kyrie's got a little bit more of the one-on-one game. He's going to post up against smaller guys. But he, yeah, you know what? He's a really a smart player. I thought his shot would really improve. It's gotten better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Stretch it out to the three-point line. But a tr- tremendous rebounder and a really a good feel for the game. You know, he, 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 everybody sees him make those long outlet passes that are fantastic. But, well, you can give him the ball at the elbow and let him run offense through there. But I think Kevin just evolved into what it took, you know, for this team to win. And, and not unlike every, to everybody who's played with other great players, I, I, you, you sacrifice. And it's not really a sacrifice. You're trying to win. And so you're winning. But there's just so much. When you win a championship, there are there's so much glory and so much you know uh, fanfare and so and, and so much to go around that you don't have to worry about that stuff. So mm-hmm. he's doing what's asked of him. He's doing what's needed by that team, which is um, you know which I think is great. And so yeah, I'm really happy for him. I, mean, I drafted him years ago, and um, he's turned into a hell of a player. But again, I just think he's capable of doing what the team needs him to do. And uh, some nights, if it's 15 rebounds and uh, you know, 12 points, that's the thing. If, it's, if he gets rolling, he's making shots or coming off and leaving him open, it's a 30 and 12 night. I mean, right. but I don't, think it, I don't think it matters to him uh, what the numbers are. It's at the end of the day, you just want to win. Kevin, last week we, we talked for about an hour about the, the Jordan-LeBron comparisons everyone's talking about. And um, I don't want to ask you who's better. I'm just curious, how do you compare eras? Is there a way that we can look at – these guys who are playing at different rules and different body types and things and decide which one's better, or should we not even waste our time with that? No, nah, you just got to say how they do against their competition. You know, I mean, Michael dominated um, I, I, with, 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 with what the rules and what they were. Um, you know, uh, LeBron has, has been, he's gone to seven straight finals. He's dominated as much as anybody during this era. But everything changes. I just think to, I just think that just to say that, well, that this era is better than another era, or um, you know, this, 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 these guys couldn't play in, at this time or whatever. I just think that's all. You know, that, that's just that, that's too much speculation. I, I look mm-hmm. at it like this: Michael was an unbelievable talent who had a who had just the ability to close games out and was just a ruthless competitor. LeBron has got the ability to make everybody on his team better and can win a game. LeBron's like Magic and Larry. He can have 15 points and control the game with right. 15 rebounds, with you know 14 assists, some blocks and stuff. I always said about Michael, if you held Michael to 15 points, you controlled Michael that night. Um, <laughs> so they're they're different, but man, I tell you what, they're 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 they're, they're great. And I think LeBron definitely has moved into that uh, into that into that conversation with Michael. Yeah. Only yeah. problem is nobody could ever hold Michael to 15 points a night when it mattered. That's like <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. It was hard to do, but I mean, when you when you when you but you know the different. As I said though, you know with with um, you know with with Magic and Larry and LeBron, those guys could have 15 points with 15 rebounds and 15 assists and control the game and and and, and shoot the ball 14 times, 12. Right. The reason he didn't hold Michael to 15 is he'd shoot it 35 times <laughs> and. and, and even a crappy night, you're ten for thirty-five. <laughs> right. um, these guys, you know, they're just different. And, and but there's nothing, you know. Like I said, they're, they're you know comparing the two errors are different and stuff like that. But you know, they're, they're both just amazing players. Yeah, Kevin McHale, a seven-time All-Star, 
two-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year and a three-time champion joining us here on the Hangtime Podcast. I wonder, when you look at, at the profile of players and how things change when you add a championship to the resume, the one guy, we got seven All-Stars in this finals, um, three former MVPs. Kevin Durant's the one guy who is without iron. You know, no matter what happens, LeBron already has rings. You know, the, the Warriors have a ring. Durant's the guy to me, and maybe I'm not being fair to him, but he's the one guy to me who stands to gain the most with a win in this series, whereas the other guys, they don't take a hit necessarily historically. Sure, they, they'd be great to have another ring, two rings, whatever, but Durant needs to get one. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's huge. I, I mean, I think, I think, you know, getting to the finals, Kevin's been there one time with OKC, they didn't win. But I, I think, uh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, I, I, it, it, it is the defining point of your career. I just, I just you know, I, I laugh when people say it's no big deal or whatever. Yeah, it is a big deal. It's, um, it's something that you, you strive for. I mean, you, you, you play to win. And at this level, KD, that's the one thing that, 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 that's hold that he doesn't have. He can't hold that up and say, you know, I was able to play on a championship team. And, 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 and as I said, for them to win, against Cleveland, you're going to have to see KD make some big shots. He's the, he's the X factor. You know, Golden State's got that flow offense where they, 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 they run a mistake-driven offense. They have so much movement and picking <laughs> and they're really smart, so much passing, that they rely on your mistakes uh, for, for Steph to pop open for those threes, for Clay Thompson to be wide open, for those backdoor cuts, uh, for all the easy baskets they get. They rely on the defense to make a mistake. None of those guys can really truly just go – get it on their own. Yeah. Kevin Durant can, and I thought that hurt uh, Golden State last year in games uh, 5, 6, and 7. They didn't mm-hmm. have a guy that could just go get it. They're gonna, if, if this is a competitive series, which I really hope it is, you're going to see Kevin Durant with the ball at, the, at, the, at that right elbow, right-ish top of the key where he likes it. He's going to have LeBron on him. He's going to have to go get a shot. Yeah. He's going to have to get one over the top, with, you know, get the ball with seven seconds left on the, on the shot clock, you know, three minutes to go in a tie game. You've got to go get yourself one. And he's right. capable of doing that. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's a huge series for Durant. Kevin, last thing before we let you go, last night on Twitter, for whatever reason, this commercial started <laughs> floating around. And uh, you're prominently involved in this commercial. I think it's 21 years ago, um, and we're going to play it for you now. We wanted to, to see if you, what you remember from the recording of this commercial, and uh, let's listen to your, your rap debut. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> The Converse weapon, that's a shoot, that's magic, do what he was born to do. It may be so, but that's not all. They let Isaiah play like he's ten feet tall. Well, the kind of moves that never fail, the weapon's the choice of Kevin McHale. The same is true <laughs> for Mark McGuire. When I wear weapons, I'm on fire. Well, what can the oh, weapons boy. do for King? Why, well, I can do just about anything. You already know what they did for me. What? I walked away with the MVP. The Converse uh, weapon. <laughs> the number one weapon in the NBA. What do you remember Boy, from I doing walked, that, Kevin? That was a long time ago. I want to know how they got all you guys in the same room without somebody scrapping or trying to challenge each other to a game of one-on-one. Uh, we were all laughing pretty hard at the whole thing, you know, just you know, the rap video. We had a fun day, everybody. We, we shot that thing. We had a lot of yucks in that room. I, I promise you that. There were, that, wasn't, hey, that wasn't a one-take wonder. I promise you that. There was a lot of stuff going on. Um, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. That was uh, a few years ago. And I, you know, my buddy Isaiah was there and, you know, I, I had known Isaiah since we, we were roommates and, um, in the Pan Am games and I've known him forever. You know, magic, I'm a year older than magic. 
and we were trying to recruit him in Minnesota. So I've known Magic when he was in high school, and of course I played with Larry. Uh, I really didn't know Bernard at all, but you know there, there was a lot of guys that all, all of us guys kind of went way back. So you know when we got off the court, we were all pretty cool with each other. No, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome stuff too. I'm glad it went around on, around on Twitter last night because I had I had a pair of weapons, the the Larry Bird, the black ones, Same. and I used yeah. to catch a lot of heat in my neighborhood because I grew up in Michigan. So everybody's like, "Man, why are you wearing those Larry Birds?" I was like, "I like these better than the other ones." <laughs> there you go, baby. Tell me your jump shot with me. <laughs> no doubt, man. Listen, we appreciate it, Kevin, and enjoy the finals uh, from wherever you're watching. I mean, it's going to be a, a, an interesting show, kind of a throwback to the finals you're used to playing in. So we're looking forward yeah, to sure. a lot of stuff. I, I hope it's competitive. I hope they gear it up. I hope it gets nasty. I hope everybody's nose to nose and trying to fight. And let's see something fun, man. No doubt about it. Kevin McHale joining us here on the Hang Time Podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Okay, bye. Take yes, care. Yes, sir. All right. Kevin McHale, fantastic as always here on the Hang Time Podcast. Member of the uh, Turner Sports family. Lang, we don't, we don't bother our guests with predictions. And I know – We've gotten ourselves into trouble in the past trying to make predictions. Um, so I'm reluctantly going to ask you now, before this series gets started, who are you taking, how many games, and who wins finals MVP? Let me start by saying this. In the, in the first round, I had to write the uh, Hawks-Wizards preview. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I picked Wizards in six, which mm-hmm. turned out to be the correct prediction. Okay. In the second round, I had the uh, Cav- uh, the Celtics-Wizards preview. I had picked the Celtics in seven, which, again, turned out to be the correct prediction. So right. for the NBA Finals, I've, I've been at a lot of these Cavs games in this postseason, and mm-hmm. they've been awesome, clearly. And I think it's going to be Golden State in five. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You hit us with the okey-doke. You set us up yeah. like you could pick Cavs in, in five? Yeah. I, I just wow. think – I think Cleveland is as good as they've been. They haven't had to play a a, a good, uh, an elite offensive team. Right. Um, you know, I mean, maybe the best offensive team they played was Indiana. I mean, because yeah, by sure. the time they by the time they got to Toronto, you know, Lowry was out. By the time they got to the Celtics, Isaiah, Isaiah was, was out. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. So I don't know how good Cleveland's defense is, and we haven't seen them get tested and now they're going to have to play the best offensive team in the NBA and maybe one of the greatest offensive teams of all time. Um, I don't know if they're good enough defensively to, to hang with them. And the one thing we do know is how good golden state is on offense. And so I'm, I'm going with the warriors and I think in five, five. Wow. Who you got for a finals MVP? Then? I don't know. Um, I, I hadn't really thought about that. I would, I would say maybe Durant. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, if they put LeBron on him, I think LeBron can guard him. But I, I mean, I don't know if if they want to do that and take away from you know LeBron's output on the offensive end because because right. that's where they really need him. So, right. um, I don't know. I, I would guess maybe Durant. Uh, I don't, it might be somebody who hasn't played like you know the one guy for Golden State who hasn't played very well is Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, and so maybe all of a sudden Thompson is hot now, right. you know, because he's due. Wouldn't so that be hilarious? If, <laughs> he catches fire. <laughs> what if Clay's the guy who's like, a night in the playoffs yeah. or in the finals? Maybe he has one of those fifty or sixty point <laughs> games or something. One. Um, so I don't know. What about you? What? What's, how is your? Uh, how's your prediction? Well, but for, I always pick based on what kind of bag I'm packing for the finals. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not packing for four. I'm packing for seven, and mm-hmm. therefore. I demand a seven-game series in this trilogy. I want seven more of these games. I think the Warriors win 
redeem themselves from the Game 7 disaster at Oracle last year. Um, and I'm picking Draymond Green to be my finals hmm. MVP. Uh, it's redemption finals for the Warriors with Draymond. Because I think he's going to be the one guy. I, I know Mikhail said he thought KD would be the X factor. But I think if, if I'm Cleveland, the one guy I'm going to say, if he beats me, I live with it. And it's right. not Steph or or Kevin Durant or even Clay Thompson. But if Draymond was to whip me and make threes and facilitate and do all the stuff that Draymond does, if I'm Cleveland and I lose like that, I'm I'm pissed, but I live with it. Whereas right. I don't let one of these other guys, I don't let the obvious beat me. I don't let Kevin Durant go for 30 a night in the series and lose. I, I, I wouldn't be able to sleep all summer if I was T. Lou in the Cavaliers and I, and I couldn't figure out a way to at least try and slow – KD down or take away some of what I know he's going to want to do against my team in this series. So that I'm still I'm sticking with Draymond and I'm packing for seven. So you're saying not only that you know if you're the Cavs you want you're going to give Draymond the chance to beat you. You think he's going to take advantage of that opportunity? I do, and I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with just sheer cojones. I mean, Draymond's crazy enough to believe in himself. And he to play like something. he played in the finals last year, and he's got a lot well, to prove. He, he has a lot to prove because he—he—it's also what he how he didn't play in the finals yeah. last year in Game Six. Um, you know, he almost said, "What did he have a triple double in Game seven? He, he would he have been huge... the MVP if they—he would have been Finals MVP if they won. Yeah, he was I'm, incredible. I'm you, in he that would have won seven. Finals MVP if they won that series. And to Kevin's point about how he wants to hear guys come out and say they hate each other and stuff, that, that's the Already one audio done. clip yes. everybody's playing is, is Draymond talking about how he hates Cleveland. Already handled. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll hear a lot of that the next couple of weeks. Oh, no question. I think I think also when Mikhail was talking about the you know waking up eight o'clock in the morning ready to go, like to me, Draymond's yeah. the dude that's been. I mean, he's in that perpetual state of always got his back up against the wall and you know acting like somebody's coming to take what he's got. But I th- I feel like he's played like that all season and and with with good reason. He's whether we like it or not, you, a lot of people look at him and say he cost the Warriors a championship last year. When I was asking about, can you remember a moment, a sequence of players or whatever that, that sticks out, the 2016 finals will, will mean a lot of things to a lot of different players. For Draymond, I, I guarantee you the thing that he'll always go back to is the fact that he cost himself and his team a chance to close that mm-hmm. thing out by getting suspended. It's just, there's no way around it. There's no yeah. way of looking at that. With distance, 10, 15 years, if they win five more championships, I guarantee you he'll be he'll still be mad about the one they didn't get in 2016. Yeah. And he should be. And, yeah, he should be. Yeah, he should be. So um, we we will reconvene, obviously. One, wait, one um, last thing. I yeah. keep going back to when we did the road trip two years ago and we were out there in Oakland and they were coming off that title and Draymond got on the bus and he said – all I all I want is to have that feeling again yeah. of of what it was like just after the finals. You know that that's the greatest feeling of my life. I just want to get back to there. And he was forty eight minutes away from getting back to yeah. there again. And I mean that's got to drive him oh. in a way that you know no one else can understand. No, no question, no question. I yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think everybody is, no matter how much belly aching people did about the playoffs being lousy and this that, and the other. We're we're getting. Dinner was mediocre. Okay, let's just dinner wasn't the greatest. It was okay. It was you know, dessert is going to be outstanding. Whether it's four games or seven, this is what we pay for. This is why we love this game because we get a chance to see the best of the best 
compete on this stage. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm sure tons of other people. I'm uh, obviously we're not alone in that respect. Uh, but it should be interesting. We're gonna we're gonna reconvene. Um, you know, from the final sites. Um, you know, so don't miss our post game analysis podcast after each and every game of the NBA Finals. Uh, always subscribe on iTunes and be sure to leave a review. We got to show Kevin McHale some serious love for coming on with us and talking finals and. Kind of I got to apologize to him now. <laughs> you, you need to tweet him and let him know that it was not your fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hartzell. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, before we get out of here, let's take a look back, just listen a little bit at that Cavs Game 7 win over the Warriors to close out the finals last year. Unbelievable drama uh, captured beautifully by our guys um, here at NBA Digital. And we'll uh, see you next week from the road right here on the Hangtime Podcast. Later. Welcome to the 19th Game 7 in NBA history. The Warriors are trying to wrap up what would be the greatest season in NBA history. Will tonight be the very night the Cleveland fans have spent decades dreaming about? Game 7, next. This is the Game 7 in the NBA Finals. This might be once in a lifetime. Leave everything out on the floor. Right? If we do that, we're going to give ourselves a great chance to leave out of here with our dream, all right? Whatever happens, man, it's been a hell of a series. You yes, guys have sir. done a great job. All right, good luck. Oracle Arena is alive and roaring as we get set for Game 7. Irvin, he's bested by Clay Thompson. Pulls a 15-footer. Tough shot by Irvin. That's a heck of a shot right there. Smith pass right through the hands of Curry. Curry had that steal, but it slipped through his hands. James, a two-handed slam. Game seven, we're all pumped up and everything. We're just in a little bit of a rush. But keep it moving. Three for three. And Draymond wide open, takes another three. Five for five. Wow. Think he's feeling it? Keep playing. Cut, Draymond, cut. Cut, split. Makes his quick move, stops underneath, lands, it's good. Draymond Green has 21 points, and the Golden State Warriors will go to the locker room with a seven-point lead. We've got to be better, we've got to pick our body language up, all right? We've got to play harder, we've got to be more aggressive, all right? And listen, man, everything we got is 24 minutes, man. Everything we got. Come on, man. Hey, Tar, Tar, we got to be aggressive, come on. Out comes Irving to the foul line, works it on Raymond Green, gets fouled, puts it up, and puts it in! Oh! Kyrie Irving has a chance for the three-point play! There we go, that's how we fight, that's how we fight! Let's keep going hard, alright? Kyrie Irving, grounded by Curry. Kyrie Irving knocks down a three, and the Cavaliers with their largest lead of the night. Irving having a huge third quarter. Everybody settle down. It's a six-point game with a quarter and a half left. We're going to get a stop. If you can run, we run. Curry's got it. Curry with a three-eyed three. Bounce pass. Flemington to the rim. Right hand slam. An entire NBA season coming down to one final quarter to decide a champion. Twelve minutes, man. Twelve minutes. Everything we put into the season, 12 minutes left. Trust your teammates. Trust each other. 
Curry, crossover, three-pointer, it's good! Steph Curry from way downtown, and we're tied again! We've had 20 lead changes and 11 ties. out of the pack. He's got numbers if he hurries to Curry. Bounce pass, Andre. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James with the rejection! Wow. 60 seconds to go. We're tied at 89. Here we go. Irving between the circles. Down to our left. Irving's picked up by Steph Curry. Six to shoot. He's at the right point. He stutter sets. He launches a three. He nailed it! It's over! The Cavaliers are NBA champions! The drought is over. The curse destroyed. 52 years of torment and anguish has been washed away. guys that want to keep playing and we believe in each other. Believe me. We did it. We did it, Cleveland. Cleveland! This is for you! Congratulations. You're the first team in the history of the NBA to come back from a 3-1 deficit in LeBron, most valuable player, 2016 NBA Finals. Congratulations. You win the championship together, it's like a blood transfusion. It's just something that you can never change. Ultimately got it done. People said we couldn't do it. Showed a lot of perseverance and resilience. And this was our inspiration throughout the whole playoffs. We had 16 puzzle pieces to complete the whole puzzle. 15 puzzle pieces for all 15 guys that made sacrifices. And the last puzzle piece, go to Coach Lou. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm at a loss of words. All I know is uh, we're the 2016 NBA World Champions. to the Hangtime Podcast and be sure to subscribe on iTunes for a new episode every single Thursday this season and as always people remember say Kuna Matata